previously on Happy Go Lucky. Well, golly, you all look important. I'm like a superhero. Did you see his uniform? He was sent here to pick me up. We came to rescue you. Raise your hand one more time and I'm gonna give you a high five. Let's go. Are you trying to make fun of my voice? I put my hand up. I'm a cage. Can you hear us? Obviously, well, guys, she's evil. Lights flash and flicker and all along the one side of it, they go green and then it opens. My name is Molly, Molly McGuire. If she does anything, <clears throat> you promise that you will throw that bowling pin at her? This tomfoolery will definitely be written up in my notes this evening. How did you get into that, um, that cell? Well, I was unfortunately in the wrong place at the wrong time. Do you know anything about the Pinkertons? He was working for the Barons, and he brought us all down. No, they're only options. You turn around, and you see your grandma striding across the grass, having just come out of a black SUV. Doors burst open, and the room suddenly filled with smoke, scattering the men seated at the large table in the center of the room. Flashes and shouts filled the room along with the crash of furniture as men scattered to the far exit and some to confront the intruders. Edward Coyle had been seated at the foot of the table and therefore was nearest the exit door on the far side of the cabin. Now that the shock of the front door bursting open had worn away, he was overcome with urgency to hide the small booklet with its journal entries. The names on the journal were found, their entire enterprise would be compromised. His mind whirled as he sought his footing, groped his way to the rear door. Something heavy sailed past his shoulder, and the brief swirl created by the flying object through the smoke revealed the proper path, and in a few strides he had made the door and was pushing himself out into the night. What greeted him was more shocking than the initial invasion, causing him to draw up to a complete stop. Holding the small journal tightly in his left hand, his right lifted to shield his eyes from the blinding light that appeared in front of him. Mr. Coyle, I'm sorry, but your time here has come to an end. We need you to come with us. The speaker held out a palm-sized silver object a small oval engraved with a familiar seal. His mind reeled at the sight of it. Seeming to notice his shock and confusion, the voice continued. I assure you that this is very real, but I'm afraid that we're out of time. He felt a sudden jolt across his shoulders and then darkness took him. As the sounds subsided in the small cabin and the bright lights winked out, the lone figure straightened from a crouched position. The events of this night were of grave concern. This amount of interference was both unexpected and unacceptable. It would need to be reported at once. As swift as a thought, the figure turned and strided more deeply into the night's shadows. Alright everybody, welcome back. This is episode number 10 of the Happy Go Lucky Show. And we have our players with us here. We've got Mason who plays 
Eric Wolfgang. Excellent. We have Hannah, who plays a character. Julie Artell. And Catherine. Angela Linden. Angela Linden. Excellent. And Josh, who is not here right now. He plays, plays the character of Joey. Joey is actually in the scene right now, if you remember picking up. So what happened, which will be briefly explained uh, to for, for Hannah's character, Julie, who wasn't in the last episode. We're going to talk about that in the in the Lucky Go show. So pick that up on Thursday. Your favorite place for downloading podcasts. Probably the same one you're listening to on this one. Uh, we go through some of the, the basic character management on those, those items. So this is our actual story episode. And so we're about to get back in the story. So Hannah, uh, Hannah's character, Julie, walks out the same back door and sees uh, all of our characters standing there. We have Eric, we have mm-hmm. Joey, and we have Angela. And we had a new character. There's a woman that's standing there. It looks like she's in her mid-ish 20s or so. And uh, all those have their back facing to you. And striding across the lawn, you see Grandma. Okay. So that's kind of the scene set before you. Uh, outside the building, there's this. There's fencing with concertina wire over the, over the top of this. You really can't get away totally from the building, but there's a lot of space. And uh, there's Grandma striding across the lawn from the parking lot. And as she approaches, ah, Mother Jones, Mary. So good to see you again. What has it been, 50 years? Molly takes a step forward, accidentally bumping Joey along the way, but placing herself between Grandma and the group. I'd be lying if I said it were good to see you as well, Carrie. And Molly suits me just fine. I see you've been busy. Oh, Molly, is it? Only cleaning up the mess you made? Quite a mess it was. Very difficult to track. All of your tendrils? Oi, but manners, Carrie. Young ears. Need to hear such talk. Oh? Planning to march the children from Philadelphia to New York again, are we? Nothing so simple as that, no. But the children? I see you've found one. Have you found the others, then? Seeing as you've been keeping me from doing it, you're situation was your own doing and now i think this conversation has gone on long enough and as grandma raises her hand you see a ring on her finger but you see molly or mary deftly flick a small bowling pin at grandma (laughs) and for a moment you see mild shock register on grandma's face and then her hand goes down, and then back up again, and down, and then back up again, Ooh. as though she is caught in a time loop. And Mother Jones, or Molly, strides forward quickly as Grandma's hand raises again. She deftly slips the dull silvery ring off the middle finger, and one smooth motion places it on her own. Then striding back to Joey, she rests a hand on his shoulder. Don't you worry, Joey. I'll replace that with a little something better. Well, young ones, I give you a choice. Come with me and learn more or stay. But you don't have long to think about it. What do you do? Ask that. Go. No, wait. Whose turn? She just like, I'm gonna follow them in secret. <laughs> 
That's a good plan, but... You go, we'll follow in secret. Sounds like a plan. You're already right beside her. I'm behind. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Me I don't want to go with her, though. She's really creepy looking. You know, she she just, like, disarmed Grandma in one quick swoop. And stole Joey's pin and has all tentacles. the same thing. And has tentacles. And what about these marching the children? She's about to, like, kill us. What if she was the one who murdered all those people? Oh, uh, well, she didn't because they were her followers. So, I, but What if she planned it all? <laughs> I don't think so. I say we go with her because she knows who I am. That's important. You don't think your grandma knows who you are? She ain't telling me nothing. Does it? She how, told me. how long is the bowling pin uh, going to stay for? doesn't stay for very long. I feel like I'm going to stay with grandma. Okay. Anybody else? I'm going to go and act like I'm being taken. Be like, ah. So that grandma sees me and's like, oh, no. You know? <laughs> I'll be like, ah. And then go with her. So you want to go. You want to stay. She wants to go in secret. I'm going to fall go. in secret. I'm going to follow Molly and Eric in secret. Okay. So what do you say back to her? I'll come. I'm, I'm going to stay here and just make sure that grandma is okay. Oh, I see. Well, this needs to be a group decision, or I'll just make the decision for you. <sighs> Somehow I knew that this was going to happen. Fine, I'll go. And you, little one? <gasps> spotted! <laughs> We've been spotted. <laughs> Blimey. Uh, I don't know you. Why, why would I come with you? Well, now, it'll just be a fun little adventure, don't you think? I don't know. I heard Grandma mention tentacles. What is that supposed to mean? Oh, she was talking about saying I've got tendrils and things. But she wasn't meaning physical. She was just talking about uh, the varying connections I've made over my career. Can't uh, fear or uh, disagree with a lady who's figured out how to make connections now, can you? I don't trust this woman at all. I don't trust her either. But, uh, okay. let's just play along. Wait, wait. If, can I bargain? You can roll. <laughs> <laughs> I want the ring if we go. I don't know what it does, but I want it. <laughs> oh! Nice. Okay, what do you say? All right, so I really don't want to go, and I don't trust you. And that ring looked really important and potentially um, could have disarmed you instead. So, just for some, like, backup to keep us safe, so we can, you know, trust you more, um, I would like to have that ring. Well, little lassie, you make a good, fair point. Mm. And like I told Jory here, I don't mind. These ones are less concerned about, uh, more concerned, I suppose, about uh, the sort of tools you receive. And if you follow me, and you decide to make certain decisions, then the ring is yours. What does certain decisions mean? I think if you follow and you find out, you seem like you're a researcher that asks some varying questions. I think you'll get some interesting answers. Okay, fine. We'll shake on it. Oh, there's no reason to shake then. If we've decided then... She looks around at all of you. Reluctantly yep. so. Molly raises her hand palm forward, the ring there in the middle of that. And suddenly a sphere of undulating darkness expands from a few feet in front of her to surround all of you. Roll other. Dang it. Shoot. This is why I wanted the ring. <laughs> One. 
<laughs> Catherine with a critical fail. Shoot. Seven. Seven. Okay. <laughs> so, I spent my 12 on the bargaining. You didn't. Ah, uh, yeah. So you, Catherine, immediately are just knocked unconscious. You Great. see what goes on after this. The, the rest of you... Recurring theme. Yeah. <laughs> and you do take uh, one point of damage. Okay. To mental, actually. Um, all right. The rest of you. Your stomach churns as you lose all sense of balance and orientation. There's no up. There's no down. Darkness seems to spread out in all directions as far as you can perceive. Then a pinpoint of light in the distance rapidly begins to spin toward you. It's dazzling in its brilliance until it washes all the darkness away. Then air engulfs you, and with it heat, humidity, like a midsummer's day. And then you are standing on the edge of a field. Tall grasses sway in a lazy breeze as insects buzz about. Has collapsed on the ground. Uh, but you're clearly not. Again. <laughs> it was February when you left, wherever you left from. And now you're standing in a summer field, and she's standing in front of you. We're in Ireland, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> well, then, looks like one of you sort of struggled with the ride here. Uh, the two of you, do you think you can rouse her or pull her along with us? <sighs> Excuse you. I guess we have I guess, to. Yeah, well, we'll drag her. Oh. <laughs> All right, so uh, roll physical to see uh, if you guys can do that. <laughs> Not a strong gal. Two. Okay, so he pulls the eight. Um, all right, Hannah, you try to pull her up and just dislocate an arm. Oh, gee, uh, thanks. <laughs> Mason, you're Let able me to handle it. You're able to step oh. up and you kind of. Move her up and sling her over your shoulder, and now she's sort of stumbling. I guess you put her over. What do you? What exactly do you do? How you? How do you move her? Carry your army style, you know. So I like I just you know put her over my back. Like, oh, like a lamb, or like yeah. So she's like draping, a lamb. yeah, head and army head style. And feet over each side yeah. of her shoulders. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Okay. All right. Well then, follow me, will you? And uh, she leads you down a path, assuming you go with her. Couldn't you just? I don't think I have a like, choice in this. Teleported us like to the place we're going. You're asking her this? Yes. Uh, roll. Oh, I kind of like this place. It's warm. Nope. Okay. No. Yeah, <laughs> that one. Yeah. one die. Uh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. Yes. You know that. You already rolled a two. Oh come on. Uh, she doesn't reply. She just keeps walking forward. <laughs> All right. So she takes you down a winding no. path. To the rear entrance of a large white painted stone and brick structure that looks very much like a church. In fact, Eric, you may have seen or remember this church before as being St. Ignatius Church, the place that you visited on the first episode, actually, of the show. Ah. Uh, the church that sits on the south side of Centralia. But this looks newer, cleaner than when you'd last seen it. And so you go up to the, the back door, the side door that you had escaped out of last time, large wooden door. And as you open that door, they, you see a man start walking toward you in the unmistakable vestments of a priest. He lays, once he lays his eyes on Molly, his face whitens, and his hands uh, visibly begin to tremble. She scares a priest. I'm scared of her.
Hey, this is Daniel again, uh, taking a very quick break from the story to share a couple of really cool things going on in the Happy-Go-Lucky family. First, if you haven't checked out our patron program, we have just created our first piece of premium content. Uh, because we have patrons now, which is why we're doing it, uh, we're going to be creating more premium content that only those who are able to support us uh, will be able to access. And it's not expensive, um, $2, so I think $5 a month is sort of the... Uh, the minimum piece there, you can turn it on, turn it off as you'd like to. Uh, but don't worry, nothing critical to the story is going to be revealed uh, in those premium episodes. Uh, but we will have really cool behind the scenes footage that we're going to probably start moving from the Lucky Go Show into this premium content. Uh, we'll have some additional side quests like what happens to Julie and Joey's character when they're not uh, away or when they're away from or when they're not in the main story thread. Um, anyway, you can learn a whole lot more on our website at happygolucky.com or go straight to the uh, Patreon, Patreon program, which is uh, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Lucky Go, L-U-K-K-Y-G-O. Uh, check out the, the different packages that are there and some of the cool stuff that we have going on. And um, thank you so much to those that are uh, helping to support the show uh, and that we've got patrons that are willing to, to do that. It's totally awesome. Uh, next, we are in the running for the People's Choice Awards for podcasts, and uh, this is totally awesome, but we need your nominations and votes, and so what, how you can do that is you can go to podcastawards.com, that's podcastawards.com, we'll put some links by the show, after, and you can vote, or, or they call it nominations, but it's really kind of voting, uh, through the end of July, so there's only a few more weeks left. There will, when you go to the website, there will be a big blue button that says Nominations Now Open. So you need to click on that to register your email uh, to be able to nominate or vote for shows in a number of different categories. So you can find us under the Kids and Family category. We're listed as the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. So alphabetically, it is under T for the Happy Go Lucky Podcast. And you can also vote for us in the main People's Choice Awards category, which would be totally awesome. So you can vote for us twice. Um, please nominate and vote for our show. It'd be totally awesome if you can do that for us and pass it around to some other friends. Finally, uh, we've got a quick 30-second promo, so if you just hang on and listen to this promo, it's from our newest, newest friends at the Ninth World Journal. And uh, we're going to cover a little bit more about their show and do something fun like we did this past week in our midweek edition called The Lucky Go Show. Uh, so definitely check that piece out, but you should certainly uh, listen to their show and check them out before that piece comes. And so, here's the promo. This is a Ninth World Journal. A careless experiment with a teleportation device has left me stranded in random places throughout the Ninth World. While trying to survive in these strange lands, I must find a way to reverse my condition. A Ninth World Journal is a science fantasy audio drama podcast. Subscribe to listen or visit ninthworldjournal.com. All right. Thank you for allowing us to take this quick break. Uh, and thank you also for sharing our show, voting for us, nominating us, subscribing. Uh, look, we don't advertise at all. So the only way we have to grow the show is through our fantastic fans like you. You guys are truly awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for sharing. And now, back to Happy Go Lucky.
All right, as you enter, a man in an unmistakable vestments of a priest approaches, and as he lays eyes on Molly, his face whitens. His hands visibly begin to tremble. In fact, you could, someone wants to observe anything more? Yeah. I'm dead, so. That's true. Not dead, you're just. There's most. Oh, Eric with a 12. Spends a 12. Kapow! Spends a 12. Yeah, so you definitely notice, um, it clearly looks like a a priest. Uh, You can see beyond him, and it looks, it's like the church, but it's, it's obviously much newer than when you saw this thing. I mean, this looks like it's almost been. Repainted or or it's brand new in general. Like this is, and then like decades of the time that you um, you get you get a sense that it's like decades younger than I think we've time traveled. As I poke Julie, (laughs) Um, and he is time clearly clearly frightened of uh, Molly Guar and totally surprised to see her. Like Mm. he, I mean, this is just genuine shock on his face. As she, as you all kind of approach, um, and then he replies, uh, "I've held my promise. We want no trouble here. You can take this and it, it go." And he begins to fumble at his wrist, finally pulling a thin silver bracelet which has a small circular um, ring holder on it that that holds a large metal key, and uh, he holds that out to her. No, it's not very welcoming, is it? And we've travelled quite a way to find you. Nevertheless, she reaches a calm hand out and retrieves the key from him, then turns to you. What do you know of the ancient order of Hibernians? Uh, that they were responsible for the hangings of the Maguire dudes. Oh, no. No, quite the opposite, actually. The barons? No, the ancient order of the Ibernians are basically of uh, Ireland, right? The Ibernians. Have been no supporting the workers uh, for, oh, many, many years. And I'm sure the good father here could fill you in. Wouldn't you be so kind as showing them the room? And while you're there, these few have earned their first sash. And so she uh, goes to move away. Do you decide to follow him? Sure. Okay. Let's fall. You're gonna carry me with you. Uh-huh. Let's just set her down on the bench. Yeah. <laughs> As he sees her, he he walks up to you, uh, Mason, and they probably have some medical facilities there. <laughs> As the priest um, sees you, and she starts to Molly starts to move away into the church there with the key. He walks up to you, Eric, and um, oh, let, let let me help. Let me help you with the uh, the young lady there. And he Thanks, sir. Easily lifts her off of your shoulders and carries her over to <laughs> uh, one of the uh, one of the, the benches. What do you call that in the church? Pews. One of the pews, right? Lays her down on the pew there. Um, pulls a small sash uh, from his belt. Some smelling salts, apparently. Lay them in front of your nose, and uh, and you wake up. <coughs> wow, uh, that was dramatic, <laughs> Eric. <laughs> Angela. Where are you? She wakes up with allergies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what the heck are we? Why are we in a church? How did we escape? Um, so you got hit upside the head by Julie here for what? no reason. Uh, you, guys, you guys got in a fight, and uh, he's lying. He's right. lying. Okay, what? Julie, what really happened? We this didn't happened. escape. So Molly's still here somewhere. She took us. Some. He says it's back in time. I don't know. 
Yeah. We're at a church, and it's warm outside, and that's all I know. We're still in okay. whatever PA. So where's Molly now? Where'd she go? She walked into the church with a key. And you didn't follow her? Uh, well, no. <laughs> Can we follow her now? Yeah. She's, she's out of sight. Oh, dang it. Can we go follow where well, she The priest was? is standing there watching you all oh. here. Well, hello, sir. So, what are we doing here? Sir, what's the date? He wouldn't know what we're doing here. Maybe he would. Yeah, sir, what's the date? Well, this is 1962. It's May. May 25th, to be exact. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. That was 20 years ago, right? Years? What, you're, what you're wearing is obviously yeah. very strange, but I've, I've found that anything with her is um, always slightly odd and unexpected. Yeah. How do you know Molly? Ah. How do you know Molly? Why are you so afraid of Molly? <laughs> oh, yes. there we go. Boom. We got it. It's, uh, I mean, it's not fear as much as very much surprised to have seen her. But this is the woman you're calling Molly. I assume you're talking about the woman that brought you here. Yes. yes. <laughs> is that not her name? <clears throat> what we learned from you. Oh, right. It's um, like Mary. Yes, her name is, is actually Mary, at least that I know, but perhaps you others know a little bit more about her. Um, it's a, the woman that you know of as Mary is... Her real name is Mary Harris-Jones, at least that we know about her. Um, she was known as Mother Jones for some period of time. Like Irish she born. she was a nun? Uh, no, Irish-born, but lived here. Uh, in fact... Believe it or not, she was she was baptized in 1837. She died in 1930. Oh, what? <gasps> she died? Do you think she died? Or was she, like, kidnapped? Or I, I, I mean, I was not there at the time. That was 30 years ago. Oh. But all of the priests here are aware of her story. So do you think she's a ghost? No, I, no, I don't. I mean, a she ghost. seems quite tangible. I don't believe that. And yeah. No incantations that would keep her from coming into this place. So I... Cannot be that. Is she dangerous? No, not really. I mean, she was um, a community organizer, essentially. She helped to coordinate major strikes. Uh, was a co-founder, even, of the Industrial Workers of the World. Uh, she was a teacher, a dressmaker. But uh, her family, entire family, her four children and her husband died of ill of fever. 1867. And then her home was destroyed by the great Chicago fire. Uh, from there, she was essentially, she's been called the most dangerous woman in America because she started to fight for workers' rights and to start strikes pretty much everywhere across the country hmm. to protest the lax enforcement of child labor laws. And she even uh, organized an entire walk of children from Philadelphia to the home of, um, of then-President Theodore Roosevelt in New York City. So, no, I, I believe she's a good woman that means right, but how she is here, that, that is well beyond me. Th that, so that's not fear. It's, can you understand now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the key that you gave her? Where does that go? Mm. The, the key, she mentioned the ancient order of Hibernians. It's essentially the ancient order of the Irish. That key holds, opens a, um, a vault that's located uh, near the mines. Oh. Uh, she told us to keep it safe, and, and we did. 
I believe there are some things that are, are stored there, or perhaps it's a doorway uh, to somewhere. I, I don't know what's inside. All I know is that we've, um, we the priests here, have kept that key safe uh, for um, many years now. But you didn't think that she was coming back. No, no. Right? I mean, when she died in 1930, I mean, we've kept it, right? It was a promise. It was a vow. Oh, okay. We maintain our vows. So we assumed she would never return, but um, that's why we keep our vows in case something like this happens. And so now a question for you. Who who are you? Where are you from? Well, I'm Eric Wolfgang. Um, yeah. I'm Julie Artell. I'm a science reporter. Mm. Catherine, <laughs> Angela, I'm Angela Linden. Who's Catherine? Oh. <laughs> Catherine, that's She's a confused. weird name. She hit her head really hard. <laughs> I hit my head really Ju- hard. Julie Artell, are you related to, to Joyce then? Yes, yes. The mine inspector. I, well, she's here. She's she's alive. She was just came into town not what? too long ago. My, my grandmother. My right. mom. Oh, your, your grandma. You're saying it was your grandmother. Yes. What, when, where... Where are you from? When are you from? Uh, are we from the 1980s? 1980s. 80s. 80s? Yeah. You need to tell me who won the World Series and every year from here to then. <laughs> uh, well. Not the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> priests weren't betters. <laughs> uh, kidding. <clears throat> that isn't possible. I mean, you just saw a dead woman walk in here. That's so. true. We don't really. We were kind of uh, yeah, coerced like, into coming here. Come so with us, and then yeah. We can't really give you any information more than you know. We just showed up. Something something happened. We're I got knocked out. So why did you come? I mean, did she knock you all out to come here? No, no. no. We said we'd come here, and then she like pulled out some ring, and then was like, bazaar, abracadabra, and then we were here, <laughs> and a uh, ring. I see. Do you remember a ring? I've seen that ring. I've seen that symbol before. She mentioned going to the room. If if you're not too afraid, I can take you to the vaults. Yes, please. Let's do it. Let's okay. Go. Yeah. Very well, then. Um, Transition music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> All right, so you follow him. Uh, he goes through the church. Cross uh, through a doorway and then down a spiraling stair. And that seems like that goes uh, for a little ways, a little more than you thought. Probably a couple stories down these stairways. It gets darker as it goes. Um, When you get down to the bottom, there is a large wooden door in front. He pulls out a key that's uh, attached to his waist and um, plays that lock, opens that door. And inside um, you see... Essentially the old, well, it's sort of like you've been in Paris, right? Mm-hmm. The, um, what they call it, the grave. Catacombs. Uh, the catacombs. Sim- similar to that, yeah. Oh. Um, now what's interesting is all carved in stone. So this clearly is built upon a stone base. And so there's, uh, yeah, there's these catacombs that he walks you through. He lights a torch. And uh, you proceed on through these catacombs to a large uh, chamber that is hollowed out inside where he lights, where he lights a number of torches or sconces along the wall. And uh, you can see, well, you can roll to perceive. Wow. Both with 11s. Nice. I don't even need to do anything. <laughs> yeah. All right, so as you look around the room, there, um, you know, there's you know, some more of the, the catacombs, sort of, but uh, the sort of vault-looking that you don't see they necessarily have. I guess they're, they're chambers that can be pulled out, I guess, or, or compartments, right? All along the wall. And there are different shapes to all these compartments. On the center of the floor, 
which is open. There's no sort of vault or anything like that there, but it is the shape of the knot on the center of the floor. And mm -hmm. on the four, um, north, south, east, west, you might presume, but opposite each other, there are four different shapes uh, along each of the axis, uh, axes of the room. And then smaller shapes that kind of connect them all the way around. So you have these sort of symbols all the way around the room uh, with the knot in the center of the room. So he walks in and, uh, and turns around. This is the center. How much do you know about the knot? Uh, we know not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. It writes a connection point between all four of the like dark matter, dark energy whatever things and that matter. we try and dismantle that you try to dismantle articles uh, get rid of um, can't mess with time cancel nothing it's, he's got a totally blank look on his face at this point <laughs> never mind we don't know anything please inform I us. hit my head really hard <laughs> Uh, anyway, I... Please you know, tell us about the nut. Well, your being here suggests that what we believe to not really be true to be possibly true, I guess. What do you believe? So, I, you know, there has been for you know, an understanding that there are connections between things, right? The horizon, when it, the, air, the sky meets the ground, the, the shore where the water meets land, right? These are in-between things. Uh, these are connections, and at the very line of connection, uh, we believe that there's sort of the possibility of what connects all of us uh, at those points. And we call that essentially, um, lack of better terms, a knot, something that binds all of time, all of people, all of things. Uh, no one thought that you could potentially traverse this, this knot, um, mm. but it appears that that is possible. Um, wh where is Molly? We were supposed to find her here, right? I believe she's going off to do, to open the, the other chamber, right? Yeah, let's keep going to the vaults. Yeah. Well, those are up, those are outside and, and off to the caves. This is, this is something different here. Oh, what's here? We were supposed to follow Molly. Yeah. Well, no, she did not want you to follow her, I could tell. Oh, so you misled us. No, she she told you to, to follow <laughs> me to learn guys. more about <laughs> okay. what we're doing here. Okay, okay. But, um, look, she said you earned your first sash. I, I don't... What is, I mean, a, is that yeah, true? What does that mean? What is a sash? I don't know what a sash is. Well, I mean, they're, they're what you begin to, to earn as part of this order. What? Um, so Yo, I, I can... we didn't join any order. <laughs> was it some cult? How'd we get into I this? Ain't Why, no cult. Does she take kids? Random kids? Did uh, she kidnap these kids? I think she kidnapped us without we us knowing. I, I don't know. I mean, no, I don't think she's kidnapped kids. No, she didn't kidnap them, but I mean, she does, has, I suppose, in the past, I mean, led a number of them. What uh, is this order called? It's the order of the Hibernians, is what I've been talking about. He seems frustrated. They're frustrated at this point. I'm sorry. Okay, let's look around. Yeah. Let's, let's see. Let's, let's just observe. Yeah. Are these... these? Well, if you're not interested in this, that sashes or things, I mean, I can show you where she went and you can go there. Yes, let's do that. Wait, wait. Mm. What? Let's get our sash because then maybe we will have more connections with people or something. I don't know. Okay, that's actually a good they point. They seem semi-important. 
Okay. Let's so get our sash. How do whatever. we? How do we? Um, accept or are worthy enough to accept this sash that you speak of? Well, um, one at a time, stand in the center of the room. All right, I'll go first. Bro, this is scary, I'm about man. To die. All right, so you stand in the center of the room. You rule. All right, so as you stand in the center of the room, um, and he sort of stands off to the side. He places a hand on one of the. Um, one of the symbols that are on the axes uh, splitting the room into quarters, essentially. And for a moment, it it looks like it glows. Now, none of you see this on the side, just for Catherine. You see actually one one of the four light up. And it's not necessarily the one that he's touching. It was actually a different one that lights up. Mm-hmm. And so he says to you, um, what do you perceive? Uh, one of the symbols that's glowing. Then walk to it and touch it. Okay, so I walk. Okay. I touch the wall. So walk there, you put your hand on the wall. Yeah. All right, and a door, a little drawer slides out from underneath there, and there is a small sash. What color is it? Blue. Blue sash. Wow. Okay. All right, so you um, you take the blue sash and roll one more time on that dark. Yep. Okay, so you're not able to use this yet. Okay. This is a wielding device. Like we've, we've gone through those before and mm-hmm. you got them from Coddington. Uh, this is a matter wielder device. Okay. So this is that the mirror dimension kind of thing. So basically, I have the dark matter now. I have matter. Yes. Yes. So, actually. Okay. Yes. You got so, dark matter. You got matter, and wielding. But you have to be at uh, nine in order to. We haven't encountered okay. any matter things yet. No. No. No, you've not. That's probably a good thing. Okay. <laughs> That's good. And I'm uh, at. Five. Oh no! No, you did when you kicked the ball, and it was able to control it. Remember. The, the bouncy ball that you had. Yeah. Okay, she kicked it, but then she was then entangled. So it's the entanglement. Oh yeah. Or the mirror, the mirror piece. You didn't. Okay. You haven't experienced. You haven't experienced it, but you've seen kind of how that thing would work. Okay. Okay. So blue sash. All right. Wasted. So you have your sash. Uh, you gonna wear it anywhere? I'll attach it to my scarf somehow. Okay. Excellent. Um, who's next? I will take this mission on. Okay. Yes. Eric. You stand in the center, and you everything goes black. Oh come on! <laughs> oh. Uh, you fall to the ground. We okay. can't handle. We can't handle. <laughs> All right, handle your turn. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he picks Eric up and he moves him off to the side. Oh, oh I can do it. Also, Weak. falls over and off to the side. So you see, for a, for a few moments, he's he's got them, and then smelling oh. salts out, and you each take minus one on mental. Um, you wake back up and the bees, the bees. Says, I'm, I'm sorry, it, you're you're not you're not prepared for this yet. What? I am prepared. Give me one more chance. I, you, I cannot. It cannot be done. One more chance. I've got this. Okay, you can try again. Yeah, I'm trying. Okay, again. you stand in the center. Yeah. All right. Nothing happens because you can't do it more than once. Oh, oh, come on! I got an eleven. It's a priest. He wasn't lying to you. Oh, I really wanted a scarf. Come on. Okay, so one of you got okay. one, the other ones did not. So then, that's all, unless you have further further questions for me. Um, uh, how many sashes do you have? I. Oh, you want to ask him? Okay. Yeah. I, I do not. I, I. I have vows, right? I, we follow our vows. This is a different path. It's a different way. It's a different thing, and uh-huh. we do not partake of these things. We just protect them. But. 
how did you know how to maneuver this wall? Like, have you given other people sashes? What happens to another person belongs to them and to them alone. I will not tell anyone of what transpired here, and I would not share of what transpired for someone else. I slide him $20. You know, this can maybe change your mind. <laughs> it's a priest. Uh, roll to see if you even have $20. Oh, <laughs> you have $20, but he rejects it. Sorry. No. All right. Uh, so you follow him out? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So he takes you back up to uh, the top of the church and um, afterwards says, if, if you would like to know where she's gone, I can tell you now. Yes. 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 Very well. Um, there's the cemetery that's outside. Mm-hmm. There's a roadway that leads toward an estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, right across from that estate, you'll you'll find a mine opening. Okay. That's where I believe she's gone. Oh, Wait, I just have a question. Are the mine fired? Has a mine happened to blow up recently? What any you, mine fires? What, have you seen any? What, what are you talking about? Uh, has there been a fire in the? No, no fire. Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. I'm not aware of any fires. We're just scared of those. Has it it been open recently? Are there workers that work in there? The the mine is active, yes. Oh, okay. Like right now, is it, like, are are these the hours that miners are in there or? Um, I mean, they're in there all the time for sure. Oh, okay. Well, okay. All right. Hey, we're not alone. Sounds sounds like a plan. (laughs) That's good. All right. Let's go. All right. So he bids you farewell and you head out. <laughs> so the bonfires are not started yet. That is interesting. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. Maybe she's starting them in a different time period. Maybe oh. she's starting them right now as we speak. The question is, why'd she come to this time? As we speak. Mm. I don't know. 60s. Mm. Excellent mm. question. Maybe this is because they don't have great in a style. few days. Now, you did week. read back in the library. I'll recall for you. Oh, wow. The fire does start this year. Or maybe she's she's trying to get into the vaults before the mine fires. And maybe the mine fires were set so that she couldn't get to the vault. Boom. I don't know. She's messing with time, and that's not good. Exactly, which is why I was, you know. I trust this priest, and he doesn't seem like he likes her that much. Yeah. He gave me a sash. I mean, seems pretty cool. (laughs) Okay, so y'all are walking. This is our our conversation. It's okay. It's good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, so you, um, all right, uh, as you're as you're walking in the direction of the mine, roll. Great explosion. We're all about to die. Oh, I got a 12. All right, so you, you see, um, yeah, it's definitely not the same time period where you were, and no longer in the 1980s, uh, that you can tell. Okay, you, know, you walk through the cemetery without any kind of uh, issue. It's still light out. Uh, as you walk up to it, you see the estate that you were once at, and it looks far more grand than it did uh, before. The trees are a little bit shorter, but you've been to this estate before. Not destroyed by And the then across bridge. from the estate, you see instead of the smoke, the, the release stacks, stacks yeah. right? The stacks from the, um, the mine fire, mm-hmm. you see an open pit, a uh, mining pit, and there are entries in there, and there are workers. Hmm. What do you do? Uh, let's go... Whoa, let's see if we got any disguises. They might not let us in. I say we look for some mine equipment. Just, yeah. Really? That's yes. What you go for. I mean, they're not just going to let random people in there. We got to get our hard hats and pickaxes. Yeah, okay, how about we just go walk up to the workers? I'll let you go walk up there. Me and Angela, I mean, Julie, are going to hide behind this shack right here. Okay. You go, okay? I'll go talk to them. Okay. I'll tell them that Molly's. Uh, my aunt or something like that, and I saw her walk this way. See if they tell me anything. Okay. <clears throat> okay. 
Oh. Okay, so you uh, you go to walk up to this shack where there seems to be a foreman that's there. He sees the three of you children coming to him and uh, walks out to meet you. This is uh, this is a mining operation here, children. You can't be around here at all. <coughs> I was right. Um, just just mosey on home, go back to school. Uh- Whatever it is that you need to do, but you cannot be here. Well, I'm looking for my aunt. Have you seen her? Her name is Mary. She has an Irish accent. <laughs> a child, Dang little it. girl. You do not need to be here. You go back and, uh, and find your father somewhere. Or, I don't know. Go do what you need to be doing. But this is not the place. None of you should be here right now. Uh, well, that's the thing. Hey, Bob, I... get over here, Bob. Oh, no. oh it's Bob. <laughs> Deputy Bob. Bob. And what do you know, a younger version (gasps) of what looks like Deputy Bob is a security officer for the coal and mine police, uh, walks up. It's it's a young Bob Dambrowski. Shoot. Man over there, what... What what's going on? Uh, How can I? What can I do you for? Hi. So, <coughs> you know, I was just sent here by um, one of the one of the manager of the miners. I just want to do a report on your on your mining here. They have uh, they they got they got w- women reporters now. Oh yeah, you haven't seen me. I've uh, you haven't heard of me. She's I'm in all the papers. Class. I'm in all yeah. the papers. Top, really, just top. Yeah. She goes she goes by um a man's name that way you think that she's a man but really she's a woman. Yo, you're not making she's making some sense. The rest of you talking gibberish. Gibberish with your lips moving and, and nothing that makes sense coming out of it. Well, I'm surprised you haven't heard of me, but really I just I just need to do a report on on your mining. That's it. Well, what? I I'm just a security officer here. What what is it that you want to know? Well, I just want to see inside the mine, see how, you know, your Oh, no, sissy, that's crazy. Why would you want to go down to the mines? Well, you'll be compensated for it later. Don't worry, I'll get my boss to... Compensated? Well, well yeah. now. Now you're talking my language. Ah, Where's I that? haven't had... Where's that 20? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say that. I was saying, yeah. I've happened to come into a large sum of money um, <laughs> that could fall out of my pocket into your hand. Let's not have that happen where somebody can see it, son. Oh, okay. I'm well, just... I'll take you up. All right. All right, follow me. All right. And so he... Uh... <laughs> Let me just talk him into this. All right, so you follow good old Bob Dambrowski, the young Bob. He's up up along sort of the edge, and then there's a pathway that kind of leads down through there, and he's walking with you. The very miners pass you. They give you, you know, really strange looks like kids don't belong anywhere near mine. Or girls. Or especially girls, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he kind of walks you down through there. You get to the uh, the entry of the mine. You can tell that there's a couple different uh, entrances, but this this seems to be the largest one. You're able to stand up walking through. There are um, there's rails that are coming out of it. So you got a few uh, miners that are pushing some of the uh, some of the carts or driving some of the carts up. And um, here, here here you are. I mean this that's mine. Get out your notepad, Julie. Okay. I. I have it right here. Thank you. We're just uh, going to take a look around. Okay. Well, uh, you, you, I mean, I got to be with you. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. What, what do you want to see? Well, uh, have you happened to see a, um, uh, well, a lady walking into here? Well, I see two ladies here. Uh, yeah. Differently. <laughs> Not like a, like a woman. Uh, no, I, I ain't seen nothing. Dang. Uh, have you seen? I'm very like... careful. I mean, I, <clears throat> I know everything is coming in out of this place. Oh, oh, I actually have a question. 
Have you seen any interesting symbols, like, pop up on, like, any graffiti, doors, graffiti, any weird, maybe. Any weird thing like that? Symbol, like, 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 like what? Like a church symbol? Like a... No, like, like a Pepsi a, Cola, like, like, some like a weird drawing, like a knot. Like oh, a like knot. graffiti. Yeah, like graffiti. There's no graffiti down. It's just rock walls and, oh. and dirt and stuff. You haven't had anyone like come in do anything or like discovered anything. I haven't seen nothing like that. Uh, these are really strange questions for a story. Okay, well, tell us more about your workers. So, um, are they on strike? Is everything going well? Well, you. Strike's a bad word to say around sorry, here. Sorry, sorry, sir, sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, I'm just, I'm just curious. Union. And as you say that, a few people look over at you. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, y'all, what are you trying to dig up over here, huh? Sorry, we're, sir. we're not trying to dig up. We're anything. trying to come up with like we, a like a fictional story okay. on this area. <laughs> oh, um, kind of futuristic. Eric, don't listen to him. Don't we're listen to him. him down the mine. <laughs> <laughs> Can I roll for that? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, Eric, 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 this is Eric, legit. You're not helping. No, no Julie, no, it's legit. Oh, well, look, I, I, I can take you a little bit of the ways in, but you gotta wear a hard hat. Okay. All right, I'm down. Well, you need that. All right, so he takes you over, and there's a few hard hats that are sitting there. They got little lights on them. Um, plunks those down on your heads, and now you, you all, uh, you know it's dangerous here, right? Yes. I mean, there's gases down there. That's why it's <clears> called a mine, sir. You could, you could <laughs> die. Like this could cave in right now, and you could die. We, we understand that. I mean, a giant I fire oh, could start right here and kill you all. I just want you to know. Right. Well, okay. how how would a fire start in the in the bottom of, of the ground, in the middle of the ground? That happens all the time. It's crazy. It's horrible. Lots of gases that are down there, and those gases, I think it's methane. It, well, I don't know. It's like the war, right? Methane, dangerous stuff. Back when, when I was in the war. Okay. One spark well, When is the kaboom. last time that you had a fire? Kapooey. Well, there have been no fire here. Mm. One fire okay. would never go out, okay. Angela. So never, like, in all the time that you've worked or just, like, in this area? Oh, here, in this mine, as far as I know. Do you have any way to evacuate all of these fumes? I mean, there's, yeah, they, they build stuff like that. I don't know, crevices, cracks all over the place. All right, let's keep going. All right, well, we, we can walk in the mine a little ways. All right, so as you, uh, as you go to walk into the mine, it takes you a little bit further in again. Now people are really looking at you like you don't belong here at all. And you get to the first area there, and there's what what are called pillars. So essentially, they're big square blocks of earth that have coal that have not been uh, carved out yet. And then kind of hallways or corridors in between there. And there's big squares in a peg, almost like a chessboard underground, essentially. But the uh, the black bits of the chessboard are all filled in with uh, coal seams. So it's pretty pretty shallow. It's um, You all could stand up straight in here, but I'd say it's about five and a half feet tall. Okay, so now that we're like more alone, be six feet tall total. Do you no, mind? but you're with him. He's still with you. I know, I know, but we're like, <clears throat> no one's like watching us or whatever. Can we ask him about like unions? You, you can okay. roll and ask him about whatever you want. All right, so I'm just gonna draw a sketch of this, you know, for the for the paper. And then I have some questions that she's sketching. Um, for I know that unions kind of that word sort of cause some issues outside and notice people staring at us but now that we're alone do you mind answering some more questions about that I, you know I, I don't know that much but um if you got if you got questions shoot do you is there a main union that all the workers are part of 
Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's you know, there's a mining union for sure. Okay. What, have you ever heard of the McGuire's? There ain't no McGuire's around here. Pinkertons. Well, I mean, I heard the Pinkerton Detective Agency. That that was that that's back in eighteen hundreds. That's 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 old news. All right. Well, kids, if this is all you wanted, then uh, <sighs> well, you just head ourselves out of here. I guess so. I don't think we're gonna. Hannah, ask about your grandma. Or Julie, ask about your grandma. Oh. Oh. Yeah. 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 So. Sir, have you heard of a Joyce Artell? Well, yeah, well, yeah, Joyce. She's the the mine inspector. Now, she, I think she's still up at Mount Carmel, but she's scheduled to come down here in a day or so. Oh. I could show you, you know, in town where uh, where she's staying. That would be great. That'd be great. We could also talk to her for the for the paper. Yeah. Oh, that, all right. Well, that's much better than being around here. Thank you so much for letting us come in, though. All right. So you all follow him out of the mine? Yep. Nothing else? Actually, we didn't even hurt him or whack him or anything. That's amazing. I know. I was thinking about it. I was going to tell these guys, you know, let's jump them, but then we might get lost in the mines. So. <laughs> all right. So you go out. Uh, he walks you back up to the top of the hill, and he's got a car, coal and mine, uh, mine, or mine or coal and iron uh, police. And so you hop in the back of that car, and he takes you into town. All right. So he takes you uh, over to Apple Way. It's, um, interestingly, the house where... Uh, Eric Wolfgang, where your family was staying, is or where your grandmother was staying, is the house where she apparently is staying, and so he drops you off in the driveway there. All right, y'all. Uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you later. Okay. Uh, yeah. Could we, if we have any more questions, can we? Thanks, Bob. How do we reach you? Oh, uh, gets out a little card or a ticket. He writes, writes his name on the ticket. Yeah. Writes his <laughs> name and his number on the ticket and uh, hands it over to you. All right. Thank you. Oh, right. and here's your 20 bucks. Slide in the 20. Well, thank, thank, thank you. This, this weird looking money. Uh, it's really strange. It's extra money. It's, yeah. Not. It's just newer. It's, new. it's okay. Just, it's the new edition, the 1960. That's just really. All right. So he gets into his car and just kind of drives away, and you're out in front of the house. Uh, what do you do? Look through the window. Oh, my <laughs> The classic <laughs> move. It's legit. Julie and I go up to the door. I look through the window as a smart person. Okay, roll. Let's see what I see. You see nothing. It's, it's, face it's basically face. dark. Inside. The shutters are closed. Yeah. <laughs> Curtains are drawn. Nothing you see. Okay, I'm going to ring the doorbell. Okay. Or the knocker or whatever. Yeah, I'll ring the doorbell. Oh. Porch. All right, so you uh, yeah, you knock on the door, and the uh, the door opens. Well, isn't oh, no. it interesting seeing all of you here? <sighs> Who is this? Why don't you come inside? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh no. Is it our girl Molly? No, you see Grandma Carrie Wolfgang. Oh, no. It's Grandma. It's Grandma. Is she young looking? Yes, that's where the story is. Is she no! young looking? No! Oh. 